Welcome to Virtue's Brand of Wrestling, and I am back being joined by Rob here on TheBigVitoBrand.com. Rob, what's up? Man, Virtue, another week passes. A lot of questions again. Hopefully we can get through some of them here today. But man, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Hey, no problem. I mean, I get confused. I never know if this is wrestling with Virtue, <laughs> Virtue's Rage, the No DQ Review, Getting Color with Big Vito. But I think I got it. This is Virtue's brand of wrestling. All right. So there's a there's been a few things that I want that happened last night on Raw. And of course, overnight, I woke up this morning to the news that King Kong Bundy passed away at 61. Um, some interesting things is I did not know he was only 28 or 29 years old when he was headlining WrestleMania II in the steel cage against Hulk Hogan. I didn't know that. He either. looked like he might have been 40 then. <laughs> so he just had that very mature face, and he was a bigger guy. So that that's crazy. Back in the 80s, having a under 30-year-old basically headline. Um, he, was of, really. he was a villain. Um, back then, the big guys like Andre – the real large guys, they were, they were over in wrestling. You know, um, we ended up having Tugboat, who was also Typhoon, Earthquake. So, any thoughts on King Kong Bundy? Uh, I remember him on an episode or two of Married with Children, um, which you know, last name Bundy. I thought that was classic. Right. I liked listening to his shoot interviews. He he did not. He does not give a crap about anything. And he told you like, if he didn't like it, he said it. Well, so yeah. any thoughts on King Kong Bundy or not much? No, man. Great talent that's gone, you know? Um, and I was actually going to say the same thing you just said. I actually just recently rewatched the married with children series and, and he was such a monster in the ring and he's so aggressive, but it was so cool. I think he was, uh, the wife's family in that show, right? It was Peggy's distant cousin, but he showed so much charm and he had such range and he was such a good human being. And you hear all these great stories of all the people he's helped over the years, man. He's going to be missed. He's one of the legends. And when you think pro wrestler, that is exactly the image that conjures up in my brain is like those old King Kong Bundy matches. You know, he was this monster. And yeah, man, like I said, he'll definitely be missed. Yeah. And that's crazy. From that married with children, his last name was Bundy in wrestling, <laughs> but he was on. Peggy's side of the family, which was wanker. It's something uh, like that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But everybody knew he was King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Enzo tweeting um, earlier today? And he made reference of George the Animal Steel, who passed away in 2017. Was this a was this typical Enzo trolling for attention? I don't know how you don't know that. Now I know Enzo didn't come up through the wrestling business, right? He was basically handpicked by Triple H and went through the Performance Center. So he might not be as savvy on the history of wrestling as fans even are. Do you think he was just doing this for attention, or do you think he really screwed up? I would tweet? like to think this was a publicity thing, but I don't think you use someone's death as that. I, I wouldn't anyway. So I think it was a big foot-and-mouth moment. I, I don't know, man. Uh I saw that and I was literally, it's one of the rare times in my life I was speechless. I didn't really know what to think or say. I just kind of shook my head and I said, oh, well, I guess that's Enzo stuff for you. If he's trying to do a work, good for him, I guess. But if it Here's was- what I find interesting about Enzo though. Like wrestling fans have grown, the, the marks, the hardcore fans have grown to hate him. They don't ever want to see him step foot in the business again. But the funny thing is when he came up through NXT- People knew he was 
hand chosen by Triple H, or you know, Jim Rat type deal, trained through the Performance Center. But most people chanted along with that gimmick with him and Big Cass, and they were liking it. And now all of a sudden they hate Enzo. And maybe it's just because the real life Enzo, um, you know, I'm bigger than anybody mentality rubbed people the wrong way. I personally think he is gold, but it just sucks that I think he's blackballed himself out of the wrestling business because be I like controversy. I don't care that he screwed up today. I think I think he could come out and say I did that on purpose and get heat. But I don't. People want to just bury Enzo. That that's what it is these days, and I, I hate that. Can't, if you don't like somebody, can you just not talk about him? Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, I don't like him as a performer in the ring. I don't like his work, you know, but as a Doesn't manager. have to be, though. Yeah, there you right. go. Keep going. Elaborate on As that. a manager, this him and Leo Rush could have brought back the manager movement, and that's what they should. And they're kind of doing it with Leo, but it's kind of a convoluted mess, right? But Enzo, we have so many guys who can't speak. They're terrible on the mic. And, and Enzo, I hate Enzo like I used to hate Jimmy Hart. I respect his line of work, but he makes you just not like him when he's out there talking. And that's amazing. That's what you want. You want visceral reaction. And that's what Enzo breaks. So and while, he could bump, too. So as a manager, when it, was, when it was time to take the bumps, he right. could do that. He just shouldn't work matches. But Correct. It, it, it's, he buried himself anyway, um, was bigger than the locker room. I mean, hell, Roman Reigns kicked him out of the locker room or the bus or whatever. Five years from now, he'll be back. He'll be back. People move on. People grow up. If we don't have a road to redemption with other people, then what are we doing as as human beings, right? He'll be well, back in five years as a manager. That's that's my call. I'd like to think that, but I mean, I don't know. WWE likes to bring people back if they think they're bringing a buzz. And who knows? This new era of Vince McMahon who trolls the people now, tells that we've talked about this. Vince, The new Vince McMahon gimmick is not giving the fans what they want, even though he said he would. So I'd like to see Vince bring Enzo back on Raw one day. You want somebody new? And then he comes. Oh, my gosh. But Have Enzo beat Lesnar. <laughs> uh, no, I just don't. No. Like you said, a manager. But um, right. a lot of people hate Enzo. That's why I like him. But you know how I roll. I so let's roll over to Roman. So we had a forced uh, Shield reunion. I believe, um, obviously, if Ambrose is on the way out. And right now, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Until he is no longer there, I will believe it. They put them back together, and a lot of people are like, how many times are they going to put the shield back together? They did that with the NWO. How many iterations of the Horsemen were there? They did that with DX. That's just what happens in wrestling. Now, Rob, here's the thing. I believe the last couple times they tried to bring Evolution back, they have all this merch, T-shirts. Roman got sick. Remember that when Bray got meningitis and Roman got sick? And then this past time, Roman got you know, leukemia and had to go get that taken care of. So I think the, the shield reunions were marred by bad, unfortunate incidents right around when they were doing them. So I don't think this is a bad thing, even if it feels forced, but hell McMahon, anything that feels forced now, Vince should come out and say, I'm doing it because I'm Vince McMahon. Damn it. Like to me, I love Vince trolling the crowd. What's your take? I'm Man, so yes, it's forced, but, and if, if it's true that Dean Ambrose is leaving, this is how I want to see him go out. I want to see him go out on a high note because obviously he's on good terms with the company because if he's leaving on bad terms, they wouldn't announce it for one. They would never let him on television. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is a good move. I think this is setting up some crazy heel turn 
And and in my heart of hearts, Virtue, I feel the tingle of a Roman Reigns heel turn at WrestleMania. Isn't it his turn? It's I his mean, turn. It, exactly. They've all and, turned on each other. I, I want him. I almost want him to cost Rollins the title. I, oh, I don't know why. I don't there know. There are so many possibilities at Mania. Uh, Could you imagine if neither Becky, Kofi, or <laughs> Rollins have titles after WrestleMania? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure at least two out of those three are going to have the titles, but it, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously Rollins is facing Lesnar, right? And then I think maybe they'll put Roman and Dean against those other three guys, maybe in a handicap match or or maybe Team Strowman with them. I don't know, in a, in a six-man. Keep it kind of easy for Roman. You know, yeah. he, it's going to take him several months, I think, to get his win back and everything. Oh yeah. And speaking of which, and I'm not going to mention his name, someone that I've debated with on Twitter, like, and you probably know who it is. He literally tells me people like Roman and Batista get blown up one minute into the match, and that's why they need to have other better workers with them to carry them. First of all, when have you ever seen Roman get blown up in a match? Uh, he, the way he he takes all the punishment early, so he can do the comeback. And I know you don't like his move set, but that they want to do. That's how Cena was for the longest time. I've never seen Roman get blown up. The one time he couldn't deadlift the Undertaker, that was a at Mania. That was a lot on Undertaker too, right? He probably should have never did that spot, and it wouldn't have looked bad. I don't think Roman gets blown up. Strowman maybe. Any any observations with that? Yeah. So. Roman Reigns is in phenomenal shape and I have written articles where I defend Roman Reigns. And as you know, again, I think he has the worst moveset in professional wrestling, but, but no, uh, I don't see ask him you this with you saying that about Roman's moveset rank John Cena's how close to John Cena's moveset. It's very similar. You? Okay. So you're, yeah. you kind of keep them real close. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, yeah. Go ahead. No, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't think Roman Reigns is ever that tired because Look at the guy. The guy is a monster. He's a physical specimen. Most of the matches he does, dude, remember his, what was it, with Big Show? Didn't he have a big match with Big Show and made Big Show look great? Yep. He carried that match. The, he the wasn't matches with Strowman. Right. He had a Hell in a Cell against Bray Wyatt. And he carried a lot of those matches. And Mania, Brock, him and Brock before Rollins came in, that was a brutal, like, brutal oh, physical yeah. match. 100%. So, no, I don't think – I again, it's this internet hyperbole sensation where people want to say the most over-the-top things because they don't like him. The best compliment I ever heard him get was that match with Big Show when people said, it wasn't as bad as I thought because they refused to give him credit. So, yeah, no. Uh, when you hear things like that, and whoever said that is ridiculous and wrong. Good point. Moving on, guess what? So we thought Ronda Rousey – uh, relinquished the Raw Women's Championship, and they almost made us believe that that title was going to be up for grabs at Fastlane between Becky and Charlotte. Then, lo and behold, Ronda comes back out last night and reclaims the title. I mean, I even saw NoDQ.com and some other sites post that the, that title was vacated. Like WWE even fooled the internet for one hour, and that that that's kind of impressive to me. Um, what do you, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? I said from the beginning, Charlotte was always going to be in this Rousey feud. I know when Becky got hot, everyone wanted the one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, every 
and, and Aaron Rift on no DQ, he keeps say, you know, stating this is stone cold, stone cold. They may be trying to book Becky like stone cold with, with some of those overlaps from 98, seven, 98, but they're not letting Becky be stone cold because she looks so vulnerable. Unlike stone cold, they've not let her do anything damaging. So to me, they might make you think they're making her stone cold Becky, but it's not even close. So what, what's your thoughts on this? And then Rhonda, who I think her problem on promo, she, she's a fast speaker like me, but she's a very fast speaker. And when you're nervous, guess what? You speak even faster. She needs to find some mechanisms like breaths and pauses to slow herself down a little bit. And I think that's what comes across the wrong way. But here we are. Is this heel Rhonda now? Like, what do you think of this whole circus? And now it is going to be a triple threat. I'm pretty sure they're going to have Ronda go over Charlotte, which I hate seeing Charlotte lose going into mania. I'd like to see her like be the alpha female where, but what do you, what do you think about this? So realistically speaking though, Charlotte taking the fall at mania, is she going to take the fall twice in a row though? I don't know. But if you want me to describe this entire situation, I can sum it up in two words, convoluted mess. All right. We started out. We're going to say Vince McMahon. <laughs> okay. Or convoluted mess. It's all, it's all the same. So we start out and it's going to be this amazing one-on-one match. Cause I'm pretty sure Becky won the Royal rumble, right? Yes. But keep in mind, she was not in it. She did that whole gimmick of coming yeah. in for Lana. And to but me, it was approved. Fit Finley thing, said it was fine. Oh my, who's fit Finley? To, <laughs> right. I'm saying though, it's you're right. Convoluted right. mess. Right. This storyline has changed so many times that I don't even really know what's going to happen. I know that when I go to Fastlane next weekend that I'm going to see Becky and Charlotte. That's pretty sweet. I'm actually pretty excited for that. Um, but all of the stuff she's suspended for 30 days, then they rescind it. She's suspended again, and then they rescind it, and then she's hurt, and then, and then there's a vacated title, but it's not. I don't know what's happening. I have no idea what's going on. I guess I'm just waiting for WrestleMania because this feels like so many rewrites and I don't know where what direction they're trying to go. They could have got to it so much easier, Rob. And all they had to do is have Becky and Charlotte both go over the top rope and hit at the same time in the Royal Rumble match. That, that's it. Just yeah. like I said on the predictions video back then. But no, they have to try to get through weeks of TV by doing this stuff, literally changing it on the go all the time. But we will see. And and something was very interesting with this at the end of Raw, where I think they ended a little too early and they had to cut to Stephanie cutting a promo backstage. She was making it out like she couldn't stand Ronda being this way. She was going to hurt. Why do I have this weird feeling, especially with their history of being enemies, that come WrestleMania, Stephanie's going to be out there with Ronda, holding Ronda's hand up, who still has the championship belt. Why do I have some weird just – you know, yeah, and I hope I'm wrong in this instance. But who's like, been part of every women's revolution moment? Stephanie. What's who's the one? Yeah, exactly. Um, again, I love the McMahons. I love Triple H. I don't hate Stephanie, but let other people shine. When you see the same person injecting themselves in every single thing, why? And I know people do revolt against that, but that needs to cut out. I think that takes away from it. I think also announcing everything as a historic thing takes away from the gravity of it as well. So. Hopefully that's not the case, but knowing what I know, I think you're 100% right. She's she's either going to side with Ronda um, or she's going to be standing there with a big smile on her face, holding her arm up while she, you know, the confetti falls and all that fun stuff. 
one thing that is annoying is Stephanie's growl. Like when she does that, like, <laughs> and Ronda Rousey. Oh my gosh. She oh my does. Gosh. I do you think she knows that she's cringe? Like, do you think that's part of her shtick? That she's just I think cringe. that they are very smart backstage in terms of knowing what people say about them. Podcasters, other people outside, you know, in the business, fans from, from social media. And I think now their big thing is they're reacting. They're giving the fans more of the criticism, the stuff they're getting criticized for. Because to them, that's a power trip, power play. That's my opinion. So, yeah, I think she knows she's like that and that she does that on purpose more. That's the McMahon way. Shane but, might not really be like that, but Vince and Stephanie are very, very used. No, but he's alike. always in a big match. He's always at WrestleMania, so he still has that McMahon ego part to him. That's he's true. not as bad. I would say Vince, Stephanie, Shane in that order, and then Linda when she's catatonic in a wheelchair getting stripped in front of whatever that weird storyline was that no one talks about now that she's in Congress or not or in the government now. But um, yeah, no, I think they all are guilty of it. But we'll see. Spe speaking of the inner family circle, always trying to have their spot. Let's go to our final topic today. And it, from what we originally thought was going to be Batista versus Triple H, the game <laughs> has turned into Dave Bautista versus Paul Levesque. So <laughs> please tell me. And here's Triple H again, always having to have a big spot at Mania. It is what it is. Uh, some people are being very vocal that they don't want to see this again. Going back to the Saudi Arabia shows where Triple H just doesn't look, he looks slow. A lot of the older guys, uh, with the exception of Shawn Michaels, looked slow. And they're just not. And today's wrestling with how fast paced matches are, the old style just, the, it's so obvious now that it looks like these guys can barely go. But, you know, back in the day, you could get away with this because. The, we didn't have the luchador indie style that everybody wanted to see all the time. So what's your take on the reality of Triple H having to pull back the curtain with the names and even calling Rick Richard Fleer? Horrible. That was dumb. I very much didn't like that. One thing I will say, though, does any part of you believe that these Triple H, big Triple H matches is more for the wrestlers themselves than himself because a lot of these people he's brought up do you think it gives him more commanding more respect when he could be like this is what you do when you have this reaction this is how you do it and then he goes out and does it i understand it's taken a spot from someone but am i crazy to think that that's possibly a thing well it's no secret you're a triple h mark right i am yes okay not a, not a paul though paul um, can go away i like I like how he has um, taken the leadership for the indie, the the NXT um, regime in WWE. Uh, let's face it, when Vince McMahon was doing it, when it was part of actual TV before it was, even before FCW. Remember that first round of NXT? It was like a game show. Is that OVW? Kind of. Well, remember when they did the Daniel Bryan, and then they had the yeah. super. To me, that's all Vince McMahon, and it just was. But Triple H, clearly now that's his baby. So I don't necessarily mind having him face guys like Rollins, Roman, and putting them over, right? Because that's the rub. He's given them the Triple H rub. But Batista doesn't really need that. So why have Batista versus Triple H? doesn't matter what they're calling themselves, real names or whatever. <laughs> when you could have Batista come back as his heel – 
maybe have him beat the shit out of Triple H where he can't go and have Triple H have to rely on like his NXT guys to fight for him against Batista or that's what I'm saying. No, they should use that to put over the younger guys. I would have actually liked to see kind of an evolution reunion. And then maybe you could even have Ciampa and Gargano face Triple H and Batista and have that feel good go over moment. Maybe. I mean, I don't want to see the same match I've seen 15 years ago. It's not interesting to me. I think it could be entertaining. It might be a good match, but you know, Aaron said it too. Aaron Riff said that there's they're 50 years old. One hasn't wrestled in five years. One gets hurt. He was hurt. You know, he tore his pec. Like, who, who is the target demographic of fans for this? Is it just the super casual fans who only watch maybe the big four shows and they see a name and they're like, well, I guess I'll get my free month, you know, of the network. But who this definitely isn't targeting the, the hardcore marks. So well, I, don't, I don't understand the point of it. Here's what I think with the Batista thing. Um, you know, they're playing off the Internet again. Remember, Batista was trying to call Triple H trying to get back in to get a spot and this and that. And people said Triple H wasn't returning his call. And they know that the internet knows that. And that, that could all be a work, right? That doesn't even mean that's true. They love playing. And this feud is exactly that now. It's playing to the movie star Batista, who is a big movie star, by the way, not as big as The Rock, but bigger than John Cena, considering the movies Batista's in. So to me, Triple H is trying to get the Dave Batista rub to the WWE, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, James Bond. Um, so that's why I think this match is happening. And quite honestly, my opinion is Triple H wanted The Rock. Rock's too big of a star, too much money, too many things going on. Remember the tease they did a couple years ago with that? People so thought me, it was going to be The Fortunately for Batista, because I like Batista, he's The Rock. He's the consolation prize for The Rock. That's my opinion. Is Randy Orton going to play a role in this match at all? He should. He should. I mean, I even yeah. think we should have more flair on TV somehow, some way. I don't know who that is. Are you talking about Richard Fleer? Well, the baseball card company. That <laughs> <Yeah>. I remember. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Triple H said that, I, I had forgot that was his uh, Rick's real last name, and I was thinking baseball cards. I actually thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah, because flair. Right. You know, is, but but anyway, I, considering Charlotte hasn't said anything about that either like to me wouldn't that be funny if this was all at work and like randy and rick were in on this with batista and that part of evolution was still intact just to get at triple h that would be something in that realm yeah it would be interesting to me like an interesting idea would be way better than what they've gone with so far i wish we could have seen batista show up uh being the elite hollywood guy and basically thinking he's entitled to this match and Triple H keeps blowing him off and have it maybe build up to where he does something drastic. And then the, do I have your attention now would make sense? Cause unless you follow them hardcore on the internet, and that's what I'm saying. I don't understand who this is targeted at because the hardcore marks know about the, the tweets and how he wants a match. The casual fans probably don't. So they're like, why is Batista saying, do I have your attention now? Because he, this is the first time we've seen him in what, four or five years on WWE TV. Yeah. Well, and thing too, like I would have liked to see anybody wrestle Batista that was a little bit younger. Um, what about Roman? You know, obviously we see what direction they're going to go with the Shield, but and then I said, yo, Roman versus Batista would be great. And then all of a sudden, these people are like, oh, that would be a boring match. That would be Goldberg versus Brock from WrestleMania. See what I just can't stand. Why, why does why do these fans have to have every match a twenty minute ten near fall match with high spots? 
Remember back in the day, one match like that on a 13-match card, uh, Owen and Brett, which that was more technical, Steamboat and Savage, you know, and we can name others, was a treat. Now it has to be every match like that or the fans are bored. Oh. I'm not the biggest fan of all the flips and stuff. And I know people get upset when they hear that. Like that that Ricochet and Aleister Black thing where they did the flip backwards and landed in their pose. I thought it was kind of dumb. Like I don't I don't like things like that. I I like the old school style. But I don't know. I don't the fans today are just ADD crazy and if they don't have constant turns and swerves and flips and dives and or gifts. That's why they right. That's why they hate Randy Orton. They always say headlock. They always mock him, but he's technically sound. He's probably one of the better wrestlers out there that who actually does that old school style that you would see maybe back in the 80s. I don't because think because he builds thing. up to an RKO. Right. Right. It's always supposed to be built to the finish. Right. But uh, but interesting, interesting, Rob. Um, and I'm sure, you know, SmackDown, by the time this is up, SmackDown will have already aired, but we haven't watched it yet, so we can pick up. Right. If anything interesting on SmackDown happens, we'll obviously talk about this next week. Anything else from the past week of wrestling that you would like to talk about um, from Raw last night or last week's SmackDown? What is going on with Kofi Kingston? Do you think they actually have something planned for this guy, or is this a bait and switch? I'm 50-50 on it. I can see them doing this and then, you know, with bringing Kevin Owens, taking his place for Fastlane. And then they'll give him the match at Mania, right? Because I, I I can see Vince really trying to pay back to the fans at Mania. Now I don't know if they're all going to go over, but I can see Kofi versus Brian. Uh, we already have Rollins versus Reigns, and then Becky's going to be obviously in that match. So, question is, out of those three, do they all three win? Um, does Kofi even get there? I don't know. Kofi's the biggest feel-good story, in my opinion, though. I think that's the closest they'll come to capturing that Daniel Bryan victory at WrestleMania. If they want to end on a feel-good moment, but at the same time, that match will not close the show. So wow. I don't know what you do with that. So that puts them in a weird spot. Well, considering he's African-American slash Jamaican, they should have pulled the trigger. If they were going to pull the trigger with him, they should have pulled the trigger at Elimination Chamber. And then if that was just the feel-good moment, he could have Bryan could have beat him on the rematch at Fastlane and then Brian could have still won to Mania as a champion. They yep. can't think that way. I mean, if if there's ever a time to hot potato a big title, that would have been perfectly fine in that situation. People would have been genuinely surprised. Black History Month, Kofi goes over, Elimination Chamber, great you know series of SmackDowns leading to the rematch of Fastlane. And no, they, 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 like, why why aren't they hiring people like us? That are you know what I mean? Like, well, actually, WWE, you can find me at Xenomecha. I will work for half of what you pay your writers for now. Just give me a job; it'll be fine. Oh, see, like I, on the other hand, would want like a five hundred thousand dollar guarantee. <laughs> and if they let me with a ratings incentive, meaning if the ratings go over a certain point, I would get a bonus. But if they let me go early, I'd be guaranteed a half a mil. So we're, I see what you're doing, like, but it would take. <laughs> I'd want that. I want that big money guaranteed, but yeah, who man, am I? I haven't, I haven't went to Hollywood and wrote a soap opera that got canceled on TV. Dude, <laughs> there used to be 12 soap operas on TV. Now there's like four. So that means a majority of them have been canceled, right? For poor ratings. And what happened? A lot of those writers are getting hired by world wrestling entertainment. If Dana warrior can be a writer and creative, then so can I damn it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's my heel comment that. of the night. <laughs> I, I think she is only on that creative team for one reason. She's a, probably the only female on that team, and they're trying to hit a demographic or a statistic. And think about it. Or Vince feels bad what about Vince, that DVD. What does Vince do about you know uh, widows where their husbands died? He takes care of them, but he makes them work for it. Vicky Guerrero. That was a blessing in disguise. Who knew Vicky Guerrero was a great on-screen character like that? I mean, she's, she was fantastic. One of the Nuclear best. Heel. Yes. And then so Dana Warrior now has to earn her money, right? I'll take care of you because your husband passed away and you have kids, but you got to work for it. I just think that's what they do. And maybe Dana's talented at something that we don't know about. But we'll have to see. Uh, oh, one more thing. Tori Wilson. Okay. <laughs> That's my response. I read it and I said, okay, I guess uh, we couldn't have China in because of adult things, but we could have whatever, double standard. I don't see it, but China's going in now, so I guess everything's fine and we can have other people who did. Who's, what was her big claim to fame? Was It was the Playboy shoot and she got naked a lot. Um, she did wrestle a little bit there and for being like a model type girl that started working, I mean, she, she was better than like Stacey Keebler in the ring. Sure. Right? Definitely. So I kind of get it, but like she never, she was like the most generic Trish Stratus you could ever get, right? Trish became a superstar. Tori was just a mid card diva at the time. And yeah. she's in the Hall of Fame, but whatever. And again, she did her, she worked, she did her stuff. But at what point do you pick certain people over others? I mean, we know it's Vince McMahon doing it. <laughs> I mean, uh, do they have a quota of how many people that need to be inducted every year? And they have to have like, do they have like tiers of people? Like we have, you know, you have people like the Hulk Hogan's and the Randy Savages, and then you have down, 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 and then you have like Coco Beware, and then you have. Oh, I bet you. I bet you Vince McMahon has four, three or four, four, because one's a celebrity wing. Why is Taz not going in over her? Of that, uh, I don't know, especially being in Brooklyn, man. But if you have any heat with Vince or the WWE, they forget about you for years and years and years. Did Taz have heat? I don't think he did, but he left on his own accord. Yeah. And then went to work for TNA, and now he's successful on his own. And to me, if you're successful on your own, you have heat with Vince McMahon. That's fair. That's that mob boss mentality. All right. Well, good show. Good Virtues brand of wrestling here on TheBigVitoBrand.com. Rob? Close it out with whatever you want to mention about yourself. That's dangerous, but you guys can follow me at Xenomecha, uh, X-E-N-O-M-E-C-H-A. Uh, let me know how you guys think about how I'm doing. Any criticisms, great. I know you guys like the flame virtue, but you know I got a flame shield myself, so let's see what you guys got. I'm um, looking forward to seeing you guys again very, very soon. As always, virtue, thank you so much for having me on, and let's do this again next week. No problem, and everybody on TheBigVitoBrand.com loves you. They Heck, Noel wanted to put you on the site uh, with a profile, so there you go. Appreciate so for it. Rob, I am Virtue. You can follow me on Twitter at NoDQ underscore Virtue, and you will see me post everything I do there, and that'll just keep it short, sweet, and simple. So for Rob, for Batman, for Hollywood Hogan, this is Virtue's Brand of Wrestling here on TheBigVetoBrand.com. This has been a production of The Big Veto Brand. Check us out on TheBigVetoBrand.com.